This episode of Life's the Garden is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a podcasting website that helps distribute your podcast for free. Listen, I've been using Anchor since day one of this thing. This is not a paid promotion. I am not getting paid for this. But since I've been allowed to use Anchor for free this entire time, I decided it was time that I give them a free shout out. Anchor.com has the ability for you to record, edit, and then it distributes your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcast, Overcast, all these different podcasting websites. It also has the ability to help you get advertisers, promotion, all this extra stuff, which I haven't even gotten into. So there's stuff I even have to learn on this website. If you are a new or existing podcaster and you need a better way to distribute your podcast for free, go to anchor.com and check them out. Now, let's get to today's episode. Time to grab your shovels, guys, because it's episode 43 of Life's the Garden. What's up, everybody? We are back with another episode, yet another episode of the Life's a Garden podcast. What are we on now? Uh, 43? Episode 43. Who'd have thought? Not me. Like that Paul Rudd, that Paul Rudd meme with uh, when he was on Hot Ones. Hey, who? look at us. Look at us. Who'd have thought? Not me. But we're here. And we're still pumping them out, and we keep on going. And maybe some of you are sick of them, but hey, guess who gives a shit? Not me. Uh, we'll start off this episode by saying Happy Easter. I know it's the day after, but Happy Easter to everybody. I hope you had a great Easter. Um, knowing me, I just went and had dinner with my family, and that's usually all we ever do. Uh, we went and painted eggs a couple days ago, which I haven't done in a long time. But that was kind of fun. My mom was really into it. So me and my brother and my mom, we got together, painted some eggs. It was a little fun. And now I'm sure I have plenty of hard-boiled eggs for for weeks now. So that'll be great. But no, I uh, hope everybody had a happy Easter. I always think about, uh, <laughs> with Easter, I always think about that episode of Tom and Jerry with the uh, the little duck, and he always goes, Happy Easter! So every Easter I always, every time I say Happy Easter, I, Happy Easter! Um, but yeah, so let's see what else. Oh yeah, also, hopefully we'll be firing on all cylinders this, this episode. Because uh, not even a couple hours ago, no joke, a few hours ago, keeping up with my obviously giant man crush on Joe Rogan and my need to incessantly buy every single product that he peddles on his show, a couple hours ago, just got my order of Alpha Brain in. <laughs> so... If you don't know what Alpha Brain is, it is a memory and focus supplement. 
supposed, you know, this is, I just got the free trial, so I'm testing it out just to kind of see if it even works, but it's supposed to help, help you, uh, stay focused and remember things and just be a little bit sharper, and if any of you actually know me, you know that is the only supplement that I need, because I am the most forgetful person on the planet. And it's crazy, too, because I feel like I have decent long-term memory, and I have really good facial recognition memory, but I'll be in the middle of a conversation, and I'll just forget what I was going to say. I'll be talking about whatever. Me and somebody are having a conversation, and I'll literally get distracted by one thing, and I'll look at the person and say, what was I talking about? It's annoying, honestly. I hate it. I'm sure everyone else hates it. But I hate it too. And I also hate not really... I mean, you know from just watching the show how often I, you know, stutter on words or there's a word that I'm looking for that I just can't quite pick out. Like, it's just on the tip of my tongue and I just don't know it. And they say this is supposed to help with that, but we'll see, you know. So hopefully this is a little bit sharper episode than we're used to. And uh, hopefully that just helps in my daily life too. And I won't be saying what was I talking about quite so often. But who knows? I'll report back on you. Speaking of things I need to report back, this is a few weeks coming. And I should have done it earlier, but of course, didn't remember to. Uh, It was... Five, you know, five episodes or so ago, I talked. I was talking about being in theater, and I had kind of, rem- you know, I thought maybe I had remembered that Pal had been in a school play with me, uh, the Theseus and the Minotaur play, and I tried to call him on the episode, and he didn't answer, but he called back a few hours after the show, and I can, conf- I can now confirm, Pal Williamson was in fact. Theseus from Theseus and the Minotaur. Neither of us had ever talked about that in, in as long as we've known each other. And I just, like, discovered that and remembered that on here on the show. And I can gladly confirm he was, in fact, Theseus from Theseus and the Minotaur. So, there you go. It took me over a month to report back to you guys, but, hey, here we are. We got it. We got ya. Um, let's see. What's going on this week? Mm. Last night, I uh, watched the new Godzilla vs. Kong movie, which was, first of all, let me just say this, long, been waiting for that for a long time. Huge Godzilla fan, huge fan of like this new MonsterVerse that they've come out with. But uh, let me just start with this. First of all, HBO Max. Been talking about HBO Max. It's It comes out, you know... WB's doing a thing now where they uh, put movies both in the theaters and directly to HBO Max. So if it's a WB movie, it goes directly to HBO Max and also in the theaters. So you can just watch from your home, which I like. And we'll get to that later. But first, I decided, okay, I got HBO Max. This movie's coming out. Why don't I just have like a watch party? You know, I'll have a group of people over, small group of people. We'll hang out, order some pizza, pop some popcorn, sit back and enjoy the movie like just with a a group of people. 
Well, everybody flaked out. And that's fine. Everybody's got their their reasons, whatever. Mac Mac Anderson, my great my great friend, who you've seen on the podcast, who I've talked about, had his wife on, we were discussing him on there. Notorious flaker. Notorious. Now, I'm not going to throw him under the bus say he does it all the time, but he happens to do it often enough that it just gets under my skin because I can't stand that shit. Now, here, let me just break it down a little bit for you. We're going to have this group of people over. It was only like five people and plus me coming over. Matt calls me the day before, says to me, hey, he's like, hey, you know, what time are we doing this? And uh, I was like, 7 o'clock. Okay, 7 o'clock. I'll, I'll be over at 7. And Savannah's going to come. And made the plan. Confirmed the plan day before. Literally. Like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock ye- uh, yesterday. It was Friday. But 11 o'clock Friday. That's the night we were going to watch the movie. Tells me. Oh, he texts me. He's like, hey, I uh, don't think I'm going to make it tonight. And, of course, I'm like, what? Like, we just talked about this. I was like, okay, well, why why aren't you coming, you know? And he says to me, oh, well, uh, you know, I just got to work and then wait. Because he, okay, to be fair, he lives a short distance out of town. So he wasn't going to drive home. He was just going to come hang out, wait till the movie, watch the movie, then go home. Says to me. Yeah, just don't feel like working all day, waiting two hours, then watching a two-hour movie, and then going home. And I'm like, you mean like the rest of us? Everyone else coming to the show is working. Everyone else is waiting two hours. And he's like, well, yeah, but everyone else gets to go home and then come to the movie. I'm like, fair enough. Well, you can't just hang out here. What, do you got some big plans in the morning? It's Saturday tomorrow. You can sleep in. What's the big deal? And uh, then he's like, well, I didn't think I'd have to explain this to you. And I'm like, well, you don't. I just thought you I just thought you wanted to watch the movie. Because, you know, me and him are both very traditional people. Uh, we, wa- we like to watch all the movies together. We've watched the first two. Like, we watched all the movies, in fact. All- we went to the theater to watch all the Godzilla movies, the Kong movie. So I figured, hey, it'd be nice for all of us to watch the last movie together. I think this is the last one in the in the series, but so yeah, I was like, well, we can all watch the last one together, and because uh, that's kind of how we are—we're just traditional in that way. And so I was like, well, I just figured you wanted to watch this movie, and he goes, well, I do, and I said, clearly not that much, or else you'd be coming. Now, here's the thing. If you don't want to come, that's fine. Just say I don't want to come. Just not feeling it. I just don't feel like coming tonight. I thought I wanted to, and now I just don't feel like it. And hey, I'll still probably give you shit. You're, whatever excuse you give, because I hate excuses, honestly. And I'm, I, I'm prone to an excuse every now and again myself. But I just can't stand excuses. Because I'll... Any honestly, anytime you give me any excuse, I'll just pick it apart because I like to be a, I like to just do that. I like to pick apart your 
your excuse and be like, well, you, you could do this. You could. The worst thing is when somebody gives me excuse, an excuse and then I offer a solution and then they still like decline the offer. Like if I'm like, hey, uh, you want to come over tonight? And they're like, oh, sorry, I can't. My car is acting up. I, I can't drive. And I go, oh, well, I'll just come pick you up. And they go, yeah, I just... I just don't know if tonight... And I'm like, well, why didn't you just say that in the first place? Save me. Spare me. Spare me the conversation and just say, I don't feel like coming. Rather than me offering the solution, which in this case I didn't. You know, I was just being a dick. And just try, <laughs> trying to rile him up in that case. Which, honestly, I, I didn't care. Like, and I even told him that. I was like, I was just busting your balls. But... <laughs> but... I really do get irritated when people, when I offer a solution, when you like make an excuse for anything, not just hanging out or, you know, whatever, if, if you're having any issue and I offer you a solution and then you decline my solution just so you could still have issue with the situation, <laughs> that drives me insane. But anyway, past that point. So Mac didn't come. Uh, Drew, my guitar player, he was going to come. Uh, something came up with him. He couldn't come, which is, you know, whatever. So me and one buddy, we hung out, watched the movie. And <clears throat> before I get into it, I am going to be as vague as possible as to not spoil the movie for anybody. Because I, I do recommend you watch it. It is a good movie. And I'll be vague in this. So, as I said before, I'm a huge Godzilla fan. Always have been my whole life. Um, I, I followed this MonsterVerse. Like I said, we've watched all the movies. And I've actually seen all the movies multiple times. This one... Now, I've only seen this one once, okay? And any more, for me, when it's, especially when it's a movie that I have high expectations for... And I'm a huge fan of, and I have, like, the worst thing to do, honestly, is to go into a movie with expectations and just, like, hope, like, having these ideas of, oh, maybe they could do this. Oh, they should do this. Because, you know, if it doesn't live up to your expectations, it makes it a little bit disappointing in some cases. In fact, I was actually thinking about this in, in regards to, you know... Just the watch, just ha having people over, and and watching, and watching the movie. See, here's the thing, and this is kind of funny because I just was talking about expectation. I am someone who, like, tries to plan events in my head, like, as they. I, it's just a bad habit I have of being like, okay, well, who's gonna sit where, and uh, you know, what can I do to make the the room, I don't know, it's just like, I really try and find detail how the night will, will go, and it never, you know, in any event, if you're having a Super Bowl party, or you're having a barbecue, or you're just having, you're going out with friends, and you're like, okay, so who's all coming, okay, so this person, you know, and you're kind of like, almost simulating the events of the night in your head before they even happen. That's something I, I've had a lot, you know, I do a lot throughout my whole life. And I was thinking about that even, where it's like, you can't do that because it never, ever turns out that way. The way you, like, 
oriented in your head. Remember I told the story before about uh, my birthday and I had this whole elaborate idea of us playing Power Rangers and I stayed up all night making making costumes and we were all going to play Power Rangers and ultimately it never happened. Like I went through all this trouble of like working it out in my head, who was going to be who, this and that, and it never happened. So it's just a waste of energy to to have these expectations. And I was thinking about that yes uh, the you know yesterday the day before we watched this movie and I and I started kind of doing that again. I started like thinking okay, who's going to sit where and like we'll start the movie at this time and like these are what we can have for snacks. And then I just stopped myself and I was like I I, I came to this sudden realization like don't do this. Like there's no point because expectations don't always you know, they, they, it doesn't always happen the way you want it to happen. It never does, in fact. It's not like it doesn't... It's very, very rare that everything goes according to plan. And the best thing you can do is just, you know, just live life and let, let life happen. That's, what I, that's, that's the way to put it. You just got to let life happen. You know what I mean? And... And enjoy it in the moment. Don't don't have expectations because then you're disappointed. Now, back to the movie. Unfortunately, I did have some expectations in this. And I did have theories. And I did, like, play out a few scenarios in my head. And therefore, you know, my first watch of this movie was somewhat disappointing. Only because I had this grand vision in my head that didn't necessarily come true the way I had, like, thought of it. So I think now that I know the outcome, I know the the shell and the and the structure of this movie. Once I watch it again, I'll have a better feeling coming out of it. I'll I'll I won't be as disappointed. I'll understand the directors, you know, the writers, the directors' motives and their the the reason they made certain decisions. But overall, still a good movie. You know, I thought the visuals were great as they were in the last couple movies. Based on my first review of the movie, I will say it's probably my least favorite in the in the series. Now, if you don't know what the series is, it's the 2014 Godzilla, the um Kong Skull Island, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and this one. Those are the four movies in this current MonsterVerse, the Monarch MonsterVerse. Um, and it, like I said, it's probably my least favorite overall, just because I don't know. With most things like Avengers and Harry Potter and things like that, as the as you like progress the story and progress in it things just kind of become more and more crazy and more and more out there i guess you know it just becomes too much in some cases i thought avengers it definitely becomes too much because then you start adding like the multiverse and you know the uh uh what's ant-man the uh What's it called? Uh, microverse, right? And so it's like, that just starts becoming a, like crazy mindfuck. Then you start going back in time. You know, it just becomes too much almost sometimes. Like, not, it's, 
what's the word I'm looking for? It because damn alpha brain kick in. Uh, no, it's actually been doing pretty good so far. Uh, it becomes overwhelming in some ways to to the universe because here's one tiny spoiler. Okay, so be ready. And it's been talked about in the other movies, so it's not that big of a spoiler. Uh, the the uh, Hollow Earth. Okay, that kind of becomes a little. And, and all the technology advancements and all this stuff, which they've already shown there's high technology in this universe. It's just some of it becomes a little much. Ultimately, in the end, I thought there were some, some awesome moments. Good fight. Like, the fighting and all of it was good. I thought it wasn't enough, to be honest. I thought there was a lot more, like, story building and stuff that was happening that... Was okay. It was okay, but you're watching a monster movie for the monsters, right? And, like, I don't really care about the sentimental value of, like, the relationship between the monsters and the humans. It's all fine. Like, I'm not... It doesn't destroy the movie for me, but I want to see them fight. You know, I just want the battling. And when it... Trust me, when it gets to the end and there's the ultimate battle in the end, it's all worth it. It makes it worth it. And you just got to take it for what it is. It's, you know, a kaiju monster movie. So just take it for face value. And that's fine, you know. And it, and ultimately, it was a good movie. And I came out of it not displeased. So I'll have to watch it again and kind of give it a, a second looking, second viewing, just to kind of see how I feel after. Because you know what? The King of the Monsters, I didn't leave that super pleased either. And after watching it a second time, I thought it was a lot better after watching it a second time. So, um, I'd highly recommend it. Good movie. Um, I have honestly been a, a huge Godzilla fan for a long time. I specifically remember well, because, okay, so I was huge into dinosaurs. You know, dinosaurs were my shit. Loved Jurassic Park. Loved just reading about dinosaurs and stuff. And of course, Godzilla's kind of like a dinosaur in some ways. He's obviously like a radioactive lizard. But, so that was kind of my initial liking to Godzilla was the dinosaur thing and then kind of just became that, you know. And I wasn't super into like the, the Godzilla universe per se. I just liked Godzilla himself and i specifically remember having vhs's of the old uh godzilla ones like the the really campy ones where it's the and the original japanese ones were they're dubbed and you know they're yes <laughs> and uh i i remember watching the the horrible 1998 was it 1998 uh godzilla movie and I loved it back then, but after watching it more recently, it's not great at all. In fact, and they butcher the way, like, the, the visual aspect of Godzilla, like, the way he looks. They made him all slim and smaller. It was a good movie for the time, I guess, but it uh, box office does not reflect that. I can tell you that right now. And I'm talking about the one with uh, Bueller in it, so if you, if, if you can imagine the one I'm talking about. I dressed up like Godzilla for Halloween. I think I talked about that on the Halloween episode. That was, you know, so I was definitely balls deep into Godzilla. And I actually got a funny story for you here. So, I remember one time, ugh, God, I must have been six, seven, something like that, in that range. And my mom and this guy who I think was like 
a boyfriend type to her. He wasn't around long, so I don't remember. They both come up to me, and they're like, hey, you want to go see Godzilla? And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, the real Godzilla. Do you want to go see the real Godzilla? Like, he's he's in town. Like, he's here. And I go, uh, yeah. Like, and if I'm, I'm, I'm at that age where I'm skeptical, like, where I kind of know, you know, that stuff's not real. You know, Godzilla's not real. But I'm also gullible enough to, when an adult tells me, no, it's seriously him. To be like, well, maybe they're not fucking around. So we get in the car. I'm like pumped. And I like the more we're getting there, the more I'm like getting kind of antsy. And we start driving, like we drive a little ways. And like as we're, we're getting closer to this spot, I see like the crest of of this head and I'm like holy shit like it really is Godzilla and we pull up to this car lot pretty sure it was Nissan when it was on uh, King Avenue and there's this blow up Godzilla right it's you know to promote or whatever to so people can see the, the dealership one of those when they used to do those giant blow ups because they used to have the gorillas too. And it was a Godzilla one. Which is honestly super badass. And I remember seeing that like jump around to different spots after this. But I remember like seeing that. And immediately in my head I'm like oh. Pff. Like I'm not an idiot. I was like I was of age to know that's a balloon. Like that's not the Godzilla. Because if it was he'd be walking around and destroying shit and but I was also at the age where I still like would could humor my mom and be like, "Oh yeah, that's uh, him." Okay, and it it was cool though. Like I I stood underneath it. I touched the foot. It was fucking big. Like I couldn't tell you exactly how big it was, but it was big, and it was cool. So that was my like funny, you know. Memory of Godzilla as a kid. I remember having the the video game that's the Super Nintendo video game, which I have on my emulator. That is hard. That game is tough. But yeah, so super huge Godzilla fan, and uh, I don't know. Just overall message: watch the movie. It's a good movie. Uh, let's see. What else happened this... Oh, no, no. Actually, I wanted to talk about this, too, before I get off topic on the on the Godzilla thing. Watch the movie, for sure. Um, the th- other thing I wanted to talk about was the, f- the fact that this was the first time I ever saw a movie that was newly released from home as opposed to the theater. Now, personally, I love it. Which is hard for me to say because I am someone who absolutely used to adore and love going to the movie theater. Like the event of going to the movie theater was, it was it's just a fun experience and I truly enjoy that. As I get older, or as I've gotten older, I have increasingly disliked it more and more. 
I love the, you know, the giant screen, the surround sound, the like vibration of the of the bass. Ultimately, the only thing I don't like are the people. And the idea, honestly, when it originally came out, the idea of releasing movies directly to plat- like streaming platforms and not theaters, I hated it because I, I knew that was like the ultimate demise of the movie theater. And I didn't like that idea. But I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with the idea. And hey, you know, watching that movie last night, was awesome. It was great. I saw a brand new movie. Didn't have to leave my house. Didn't have to pay, you know, 12 bucks a ticket and listen to people slurping on their fucking drinks and chitter-chatting and on their phone. Just I'm so particular about crowds and watching movies. And I get, you know, a lot of people think that's part of the, you know, event of watching a movie. But watching a movie and like, you know, being in an event like that and going to a concert are are totally different. Because you're allowed to talk during a concert. You're allowed to cheer and like that's part of it. You're meant to do that. At a movie, you shut the fuck up. Okay? <laughs> like it's 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 fine for people to laugh when things are funny. It's fine for people to <gasps> you know, when things are like shocking or like to scream when things are scary. And that's fun. That's that's great. And I do enjoy that aspect of it. But when you... Ugh. Okay, I'm just going to tell you a few of my worst movie theater experiences. And these have all happened within the last three years. My annoyance level with theaters... And I can't... I can just go on and on about... You know, the little things that annoy me. Just people talking or people in front of me on their phone or people behind me putting their feet on the seat. Shit like that. All these are like the minor annoyances for me. So, and by the way, number one rule for me when it comes to the movie theater, I always sit directly in the very back row in the middle. So that's why I like to get to the theater early because then nobody's behind you. And all that. So, here's my few, you know, worst experiences. I remember watching, me and a buddy went and watched uh, It 2, It Chapter 2. And we're sitting up top. And uh, I think, God, it might have been my brother who went. I don't remember. It was either my brother or a friend. Because I went and saw it twice in the theaters. But is it chapter two? And I remember at the very bottom, we're on the top, very bottom, front row, there's this group of people who just keep talking. And I'm and we're way away. And it's you know, a loud theater. You got the loudest speakers, and you can hear them all the way at the top. And, there are, and you can see some of them on their phone. And they were clearly drunk. They were clearly... Why Why would you go get fucking... Get shit-faced and then come to a movie? Right? And they keep getting up and walking out and going to the bathroom and then coming back. And 
on their phone. There's like four of them, and like two of them are just like grossly like cuddling and like <laughs> just talking, not even paying attention to the movie whatsoever. And I several times, not me, but people closer to them were like, "Hey, will you shut the fuck up?" Like they were just like, "Shush." And finally they left. Thank God. But when people are constantly like doing stuff, I have a hard time not focusing on it. You know, so I'll be watching the show and then I have to just like focus on what's happening. Ugh. So that was one. Uh, let's see another one. I had I had a couple in my head. What was the other one? Um, let's see. Oh, the absolute worst crowd. Now, okay, let me tell you this first. The best kind of crowd you can go to, honestly, are superhero movies. Like, or or Star Wars. Like, you gotta go on the first night. On opening, or opening weekend, when all the real fans come out. The best crowds I've ever been in, this is insane, actually. Were IMAX Theater, the, the fullest capacity. Uh, Avengers, Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises, uh, just literally any Avengers movie, because I used to go on opening nights. Any Avengers movie. I don't I don't honestly remember having a single issue with any of those movies, people talking or anything like that. And um, Star Wars, like Star Wars movies, never had any issues. Because those people are all devout fans, and they'll, they, they watch intently. I remember specifically... The scene in, in Endgame, when Tony Stark uh, dies, like when he snaps his fingers with the uh, gauntlet, I specifically remember absolute silence the entire time. That entire scene, just, you could hear a pin drop. And that's how perfect those crowds are. Now, let's hit the opposite spectrum. The absolute worst crowd unless you're part of this community which i'm sure you love this but i'm not part of this community so i hate this are anime movies and i know it probably you know it might come to a surprise that i've been to anime movies in the theaters but yes i have i've been to a couple dragon ball z movies because obviously i'm a huge dragon ball z fan and and it's just like one of those things where it's like exciting to see something that you wouldn't expect to see on the big screen in the big screen. And I think I saw a My Hero Academia movie in the theaters, which all of them were fantastic. And I, I'm here. I'm here to tell you, I will never again go to one of those because the community of anime fans are the exact opposite of of. Uh, Superhero fans. Because all they do during the movie is commentate and talk and laugh at things that aren't funny. So they'll laugh at things that aren't funny, that are like, okay, that are mildly funny, but aren't, you know, they're not laugh out loud funny. Or if something is laugh out loud funny, they'll laugh beyond the uh, reasonable laughing point. Loudly, too. I specifically remember... I don't remember which movie this was, but there was, like, three or four people in front of us. And, you know, 
The type of people these are are the ones who wear the hoods with the ears and wear tails and all that. You know, you know who I'm talking about. And they're just sitting there just like talking the whole time. And like, I hate when people com like commentate on the movie, like, like tell you, oh, oh, uh, I don't know. Just like discuss what they think is going on in the movie or try and like, or explain the movie to people like, oh yeah, so he, he does that because of this. Oh, oh, well, it, uh, and like explaining the backstory of a character. I'm like, if you don't know this, get the fuck out of here. And I, I swear to God, I don't remember if I did, but I almost said to them, hey, are you going to talk the entire time? So that's the worst crowd of people. Now, I will tell you, my here's my single worst movie theater experience and this might have been the one that that made me stop going to the movies honestly i went specific, i remember this was on a friday day in fact i think this might have been near my birthday I don't remember now, but I took, I took a day off. Okay. I just, I took a three day weekend randomly. There was nothing special going on. I had paid time off. So I took a, a day off. I'm pretty sure it was a, set, a Friday. And so, and this was when uh, Endgame came out and I had seen it once already and I was excited to go see it again. So I thought to myself, okay, I'll go during the day. I'll go watch this movie during the day and by myself. I, I, I never go to movies by myself, okay? And so, I was just like, that might be fun. I'll go to the movie by myself, and nobody will be there. It's a Friday day. Walking to the theater, immediately disappointed. There's already, like, three groups of people in there. And one of the groups just so happens to be in the back, at the top, in my spot. So, I'm like, okay. And I sit, so you know how the theater has, like, the three rows in front, and then there's, like, all the rest of the rows. I sat in the front row of the, of the, like, the top group of chairs. Or no, I think, actually, I sat in the second row. I sat in the second row of the front top. Next, <laughs> this crushes me every time I think about it. I sat down, not even a minute after I sit down. Next group walks in, sits directly behind me. Blood's boiling at this point. Next group walks in, sits almost directly in front of me. And uh, they have a child. Next group walks in, walk, sits, like, not next to me, but, like, four seats down from me. So I'm already surrounded by people. And I absolutely hate people walk, sitting behind me. Already at this point, I'm already thinking about getting up and, and walking somewhere else. And and I, I, had, I, I wore sweats. I wore, sand, like, slippers. I, I had snuck in a soda. I had snuck in snacks. I was ready to go. And I'm already thinking about leaving or just getting up and moving somewhere else. And the, the people in front of me, 
And I'm here to watch one of my favorite movies of all time. The people in front of me with the kid were actually great during, like, the kid was great throughout the the, uh, trailers, throughout the, the commercials. Second, the movie starts. I, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm bored. I want to go home. It's like moving around, standing up, walking the aisle. And they're try like, I, I feel bad for the parents because it's like they tried to, you know, keep them quiet. And, and first five minutes of the movie and the whole, the whole time. And I seriously, I stood up. And I walked around and I sat down in that bottom group. I sat in the middle, the second row of the bottom group. Which I don't like because then you're like cranking your neck to watch the movie. But I I stood up. Because mostly, if I, like I said, if I see it, I'm distracted. Now I figure if I sit up there and he's still talking, maybe my focus will be on the movie and I won't hear it. Right? Nope. Still heard him. And fortunately, about 15 minutes into the movie, they actually got up and left. Which, I feel really bad that they had to do, but thank God. Because I would have got up and left. And been like, well, we'll try the next screening. We'll just come back for the next one, because this was a failure. But, ultimately in the end, finished watching the movie, it was fine. After they left, everything went fine. But... That might have been the ultimate worst experience I've had because it was just literally everything I hate wrapped into one. And that was my worst movie experience. So now I'm actually all in favor of movies coming directly to to uh, your house because I think I've had, I've had my fill of the movie theater experience. I really don't need it anymore. Because I can watch him here in the comfort of my home with absolute silence. And I can pause it and go to the bathroom. Another great aspect. Oh, boy. So, yeah. That's my thoughts on the movie theaters. And those are some of my worst movie theater experiences. Never, ever go to an anime movie unless you're part of that community. And if you are part of that community, shame on you. Shame on you. Alright, what else happened this week? Okay, so this is this is pretty funny. I uh, talked a couple weeks ago about my uh, time working at McDonald's. And I had told you that I had, I think I told you this, and if I didn't, I'll tell you now. I got three numbers in my entire time working there in the back window. All of them... From guys. Well, just a few days ago, went went out to the bar. Just it was a, I think it was a uh, it was a Sunday, and I went down to watch the Nuggets play because it was just like I had done nothing else with my day. I'll go down watch the Nuggets, and I'm just sitting there at the bar by myself, drinking a beer, watching the game, and the bartender comes up, hands me another beer. And goes, uh, the gal at the end of the bar bought you this. And I was like, what? And I looked down. Fairly attractive gal sitting at the end of the bar. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Well, hey. And I'm just like, thank you. Cheers. You know, was not expecting that. About 
Ten minutes later, she comes up to me, hands me a napkin with her name and phone number on it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not joking with you. That is the absolute first time that has ever happened to me. Like, just a random person at the bar coming up to me and giving me their number. I've watched Pow get that dozen times. Never has that happened to me. First person I text was Pow. I was like, dude, you're never going to believe what happened. And, I mean, ultimately, long story short, we messaged a couple times and nothing happened. You know, I never saw her. Nothing happened. Like, we talked at the bar a little bit. Like, I went over and chatted with her there. And then haven't heard from her since. So, nothing came of it. But, it was still kind of the the gesture that was nice. I was kind of like, okay, like, that feels good. Like, that makes me feel good, you know? Um, That just never happens. So, it's like, I appreciate, like, what's the word I'm looking, what am I thinking here? It's, um... I guess, yeah, it just makes you feel good, you know? It just, it's like, you appreciate the gesture of that. And so, that's my take of that. And I started thinking, though, because, like I said, that's never happened to me. And I guess I've had drinks bought for me before. And it's like, what's different now? Like, why would that happen now? And there's two things... and maybe it was just random, but there's two things that came to my mind. First was the, the, I think I have more confidence now. I think I carry myself with more confidence, whether that's from being in a band, whether that's just coming of age, whatever. I think I just exude more confidence and I think people pick up on that. Number two, and I'm not even joking with you, I swear to God, a lot of it has got to be the beard. Now, I've heard this before, and I was actually talking about this with my uh, barber not long ago, about how a beard uh, is kind of like makeup for women. Because with makeup, you can like help um, scent, or what's what's it called, um... Where your face is, uh, not centered, but, uh, fuck. Yeah, you know what I, if you, hopefully you know what I'm talking about. It makes you more, um, hmm. Alpha brain ain't working today. <laughs> it, uh, you know what I'm talking about. It just, it, it just, like, makes you look even, okay? And that's kind of what a beard does. And they say that that, you know, to the to the eye equals attractiveness. Like, it, it makes you more attractive to have that, uh, I'm still trying to think of it. But, uh, I think that does have something to do with it. I really do. And so, I don't know. I just, something to think about. And, yeah. So, that was kind of nice. Speaking of my beard, though, I do want to say this. <laughs> Had a dream this week about, I had a dream that I was hanging out with a group of friends and I fell asleep with, with this group, woke up 
and my somebody had shaved my beard as a prank and I went up to somebody and I was like who did this like who 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 did this to me and they wouldn't tell me who it was and I said well you better fucking tell me or I'm gonna shave everybody in this room and I was prepared to sh- and there was girls there too so I was gonna shave everyone's head if they didn't tell me who did that to me and that is the most recent crazy thing that I've thought of and uh, like to the crazy thing that I would do to somebody and let me tell you I'd probably actually do that if somebody did that to me I would probably actually do that I'll shave your eyebrows I'll shave every fucking hair on your body as as revenge if you ever did that to me so be warned um, another crazy dream I had, and this might have been the first time I ever had any inkling that I might be a sociopath. I didn't, it was my first dream I had about Olive Garden when I started working at Olive Garden. And the dream was that I locked everybody in the building and turned the heat all the way up. So that everyone would start becoming more and more uncomfortable. <laughs> that was my first dream I ever had about Olive Garden. And it wasn't, it was, it was all like the employees. It wasn't like customers. It was like after hours, I locked the door and I turned the heat all the way up. And I was like, <laughs> this will get them. And I woke up and I thought, hmm, am I a danger to people? So we'll see. I mean... The verdict's still out on that one. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I do want to talk about confidence real quick, though, because that did the whole, just the whole number thing, like, that part of it is just, it's whatever. It's the confidence, and that even gave me more confidence. You know what I mean? Just that just that, that even happened. And I think confidence is extremely key to everybody i think everybody should have confidence and be confident in who they are but with confidence i think it's also important to be humble because i think there's a point of being too confident to where it becomes cocky and cocky is not attractive being cocky and being overconfident is quite annoying very it's just, it's not, um, it's not pleasing. Nobody likes a overly confident, cocky person. They could come off as assholes. But confidence is, is good. It's obviously good to have. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Um, so, I wish I had tips on how to find confidence. But I think it, it all ultimately starts with, loving yourself and just having admiration for who you are obviously you know i've been working out a lot lately and so i feel confident because i feel like i've you know i'm looking better i'm feel i'm not just looking better i'm feeling better physically and so that gives you a boost of confidence um just do something for yourself like you know buy yourself something nice go out do something fun for yourself. That will give you a boost of confidence. 
uh, I just never thought about like trying to make yourself confident. And for a long time, I was not a confident person, especially in high school. Like I was definitely not confident. And so I think it plays a big role in, a, in not just not just relationships and not just, you know, your social life, but in your personal life, in your work life, in your, yeah, your career. Confidence is a huge key in a lot of that. So if whatever you can do to boost your confidence, I suggest doing that. If you don't, if you don't feel like you have confidence, if you don't feel like you are confident, do whatever you can to boost that confidence. And I'm not the right guy to coach you on confidence and how to like achieve that. But I can tell you, I can at least tell you that it is something that you should make sure you have because it really does make a difference. And the way you carry yourself, people respect you more. People, you know, look up to you and want to be your friend, want to be a part of your life. Because nobody, you know, think about the opposite. Like nobody's gonna if you if you're afraid or you know worried or just whatever the opposite of confident would be. You're not necessarily an attractive person. You're not necessarily like not and not just attractive in like a sexual way, but like as a you know that's not a desirable person that you want to be friends with or like you know. Unless you look to dominate them and like control them, like which is bad too, and that's and you're not a good person if that's the case. But I mean, or or unless you're also a not confident person, you know what I mean? Like group people who aren't confident and who aren't, you know, who are the same tend to attract to each other as well. So just a note for this week for you guys: just be more confident. Do what you can, like do do small things for yourself to build up your confidence and hopefully it will lead to to bigger and better things. So that's my little gem for you this week. Uh, let's close with this. Something in the news. And I I wanted to really talk on this because I had a good conversation at work with somebody about this. Little Nas X, as we all know by now. Came out with a song. Uh, I don't even know what the song's about. I'm assuming it might be about what the video is about. But all I know is in the video, he uh, is grind dancing on the devil. And with that, he promoted these Satan shoes with Nike. Nike has put out a lawsuit against... I don't know if it's against Lil Nas X or if it's against the company that that made them. Because Nike had no affiliation with this. And here's what I'll say about the whole situation. First of all, Nike has every right to make their legal actions against whoever as they weren't a part of this and it stirred up some controversy. That's their brand. They have to protect their brand. They have to do it, you know, and and obviously do what they can to say they weren't part of this. Fine. I have no issues with that. I do, however, have issues with... First, okay. I have issues with... All the people who are like, oh my god, he's promoting Satanism. He's a Satanist and and how could you like do this? And it's like, okay, pump the brakes a hot second. Now, 
Before I even go any further, let me just say this. I am not a Satanist. I don't believe in Satan. I don't promote Satan imagery. You know, I'm not, that's not my thing. And I'm not necessarily a religious person. Um, I believe in a higher power, whether that's God, whether that's something. I'm a spiritual person. I believe in an afterlife. And I believe, I, I can somewhat say that I believe in a hell. That there's no paradise for you if you are a bad person and and uh, your afterlife won't be a pleasant one. But, so I'm not going to promote, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to preach religious stuff. But there's a huge majority, you know, there's a huge group of the religious community out there who have this, who have an issue with this. And that's fine. You're totally allowed to, to not be okay with this and think that this is wrong. Sure. Fine. But why are we acting like this is the first time this has ever happened? And I, and I'm sure a lot of people know this isn't. I happen to come from a community of music where this is very common. Slayer. Ozzy Osbourne. Rob Zombie. Marilyn Manson. Uh, Mayhem. Name any death metal band. The list absolutely goes on. Motley Crue, a band you would never think of it. Their logo is a pentagram. Like... Metal as a whole, Black Sabbath, metal as a whole is decorated in satanic imagery. And in my opinion, he's an artist. He's a musician. He's an artist. And I just look at it through the eye. You know, this is him being an artist. It's shocking. It's I don't think he's promoting Satanism. And if anybody actually thinks that, you're fucking nuts. It's it's the shock value. He's he's stripper dancing on the devil. He's he's a gay man, so therefore he's like, "Oh, well, all you fuck like I'm going to hell cuz I'm gay." So, here here here's that image for you. Here's what I'm doing when I go to hell. It's just shock value. That's all it is. Maybe he is a Satanist. I don't fucking know. Um, I don't think so. I I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't think so. And and if you're if if you're somebody who's like, well, I don't want my kids watching that. Fine. Don't let them watch it. And this goes back to the WAP thing too. You know what I mean? Like, there. I I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. But I'm not gonna say it shouldn't exist. Because I'm, I'm absolutely against censorship of music of any creation, okay? I think there's a line in some cases, of course. You know, there's lawful lines. But when it comes to, like, as far as it comes to uh, touchy subjects like sex, like religion, uh, let them tell it. Let them toe that line on the on those touchy subjects. I don't think those are things that shouldn't that can't be touched, and they shouldn't and they should be censored. Because here's the thing: if you're against that and you don't want your kids watching it, hey, nobody's judging you for that. That's the way you want to raise your kids. If that's the way that you, then that's why. That's personally, if I had kids, I'm not letting them watch it. 
I'm not letting them listen to it. Like when they come of age, where it's, that's you know something that they want to partake in. Hey, go for it. I'm not gonna let them watch it. It's your job as a parent to to monitor what they're watching. Hey, I'm not gonna let my kid watch porn, and you can totally can, like you can like you can't necessarily be there 24 seven to make sure that doesn't happen. But you as a parent have to do your part into making sure they don't see that. Because it's very available. I was watching porn when I was fucking 13 years old. And I'm relatively normal. So I don't think like... and Okay, here's another thing. If you think that any kid seeing that is immediately going to be like, Oh, I'm a Satanist now. Like, what? As I said before. Hell, I was listening to Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson and Ozzy Osbourne when I was 12, 13, 14 years old. And not a Satanist. So, I think if your kid watches that and and is like, oh, I'm into Satan. Like, I'm a Satanist now. I'm, I'm gay and I'm a Satanist. Like, <laughs> I think he's he has clearly more issues than... Uh, than just watching that video. So that's all I got to say about it, honestly. It's like, that's your job. And here's where, like, ultimately, here's where I am very much an independent. Because I've talked about this before. Um, and it's funny to me, too, how, like, both sides, both the liberals and the conservatives, like, they only like they're very both they're both into censorship of whatever jives with their narrative. You know what I mean? So like the conservatives are so like they want to censor, you know, sexually explicit stuff. They want to censor um, language. They want to sense like uh, harsh language. I should say they want to censor um, fucking. Satanism, like Satan imagery and shit like that. Where on the other side, liberals want to censor, you know, hate speech and and I want to, uh, we want to censor gender lang gendered languages and and things of that nature. You know what I mean? They're both very into censorship of different things, and it's like so hypocritical to say, well, pff, we can't censor that, like. I can't believe these people want to censor that. And then be like, well, but let's censor that. Let's censor uh, Little Nas X. Let's censor uh, Cardi B. But then, and then same with the left. They're like, I can't believe they... These conservatives, they're such uh, prudes. They want to censor Little Nas X. But at the same time, they're like, well, let's censor uh, Candace Owens. Like, she, she's a hateful person. <laughs> and it's like, you're both such hypocrites so that's my piece on that and that's where i'm very much an independent like i disagree with this as far as most conservatives are the ones who are like oh little nas x is a fucking deviant and that which i'm like he's an artist like he's just being an artist and guess what <gasps> it worked for him he's selling like the song is being watched the song is being viewed like it's working Okay, it's promotion, it's advertisement, it's it's whatever he's doing is working. And then uh 
you know, on the other side, it's like the left tries to censor a lot of shit that I disagree with. And, uh, you know, I'm just not into either of them. I'm very much right there in the middle, guys. But that's my part on that. And I just want to point out the obvious fact that Satan imagery has been in music a lot longer than today. So, I wanted to talk about a couple other things, but we've gone over the time. I'll save them for another show. That's fine. Uh, I kind of droned on about movies and Godzilla a little bit much there. But, hey, it is what it is. I hope you guys liked the episode. I really appreciate you sticking around to the end if you did. And um, make sure to like, share, subscribe, all that good jazz. And uh, keep that confidence up. Do what you can to build your confidence. Go check out Godzilla vs. Kong. And I hope you guys have a good week. Be good to yourselves. Um, And don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it.